We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. We're recording this episode in the morning. Had to switch it up. Yeah, it's very... The the late night Sunday (laughs) evening recordings are starting to take a a toll. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Recording on Sunday, editing late Monday night, and then you guys get the podcast. Early Tuesday. Early Tuesday. Okay, let's see if we can try to give ourselves just a little bit of buffer so we can enjoy our weekend and our Monday evening, which we haven't been able to enjoy for a solid three months, but it's all good. It's totally fine. We're well, fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, hope, well let, let's see how the how the morning episodes go. But it is nice to recording when the sun is out. Yeah, I, I feel a different kind of refreshed. It is good. I feel like your mind is different in the morning. You know how when you go out at night, and you know you may say or do things differently, and you wake up in the morning, you're like, why did I say or do that? You're just not plagued by the day. Yeah. That's the thing. You're right. just fresh off your sleep, right. had a good breakfast, walked the dogs. Right. You haven't encountered anybody that gave you some shit that just threw your whole day off. Right. So you're good. You're in a protected environment. Just I like their parents shelter their that. kids. That's what it's like before you go into work. Because yeah. you know you're going to have to deal with some fuck shit as soon as you step into the office. It's just unavoidable. The morning has protected us. Yeah, that's it. So we've been sheltered. We're sheltered like by the that. morning of our, of I our like own I like that a lot, actually. I like that you said that I haven't been plagued by the day. That's, is that how <laughs> it, you feel? It's true. Like a deep, We should look up the exact definition of plague. No, I have a major event this weekend. So I already know what today and tomorrow is going to yeah. bring. You've got, you've got a lot So I'm just do. I'm enjoying my sanity moments before i jump into hell on earth yeah it's probably just but in a this, good way this one moment this is it i think this is all you have left this is all i have left until next week yeah speaking of sanity i am babysitting my goddaughter she's six and i love her i'm terrified though i'm absolutely terrified you're gonna have a blast I've babysat one time in my entire life my mom doesn't understand my relationship with young children because my mother is um, the child whisperer. the child whisper yes she, and she's worked with children ages preschool to kindergarten and she's like well you know i would think that you would be not more nurturing but just more understanding of that age group and i'm i was like no not at all because if i was around you were always taking care of it or i was that age i was that age i was the baby I so I was always being taken care of. And then if my mom was around when there was another kid around, she was taking care of the kids. I, I was still being a kid. <laughs> yeah, your mom is literally the child whisperer. You guys really don't understand. This it's woman ridiculous. can get the best out of every child ever. Yeah. So that's why we're like, hey, I need you to, to move closer to us. Yeah, when we have children, we're going to have to just figure that out. So mother-in-law, I'm letting you know that you will be moving closer to us once we have children because I've seen your magic and it's unbelievable. 
She's got child whisper magic. Literally. And and talk, magic. walk, black eat, manners, magic. like the whole nine. Yeah. You're two years old coming out ready for Pepperdine. Yeah. Like that's literally <laughs> how it looks. She's just, she's a beast. I mean, but did she whisper on me? Did we miss something? <laughs> uh, you definitely missed the boat. You definitely missed the boat. No, you know, my mom, she harnessed my creativity, I will say. She did a good job yeah, she with that. Yeah, she lets you fly with your creativity. Yeah. Is Which she, is good because a lot of parents don't. Right. And she understood who I was as a kid I don't think she she didn't force anything on me so that's good like math she used to tell me about math you don't have to be great at math she said but you do have to try your best oh okay so I always tried I was like uh you did grow up a little sheltered so (laughs) they didn't force anything upon you hmm well I mean Look, shelter is good. We're sheltered from the plague of the day. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Very <laughs> we true. We like this shelter. But back to babysitting. I have not babysat since I think it was my freshman year of college. Our neighbors asked me to watch their 10-year-old daughter, who I also loved. And I still love her to this day. And she was super sweet. It was for four hours. I picked her up from school. It's She had a half day, so I had to watch her until her parents got home. I picked her up from school. We went and got smoothies. We went back to the house. And then I didn't know what to do with the remaining three hours. I just didn't know. And I think she had a no internet rule, so she couldn't really be on the internet. So I was like, okay, I can't put her on the computer. You're not going to sit and read with a 10-year-old like, hey, do you want to just sit and read books for a couple of hours? That's not going to happen. So we, I think we ended up talking and I was answering her questions. But I just remember when she left, although I enjoyed the time, I was a different kind of exhausted. I have not been that kind of tired since. After four hours? After four hours. I'm highly concerned when we have children. That's what I'm saying. Highly. I, I am <laughs> I'm more than concerned. I Four hours. You can't be exhausted from a human after four hours of interaction. Yes. Well, baby, we discussed my introversion. So I, so. I mean, I I, know. And people drain you differently like that. If I'm around another introverted person, typically we're not energy sucks. We don't suck people. Well, of course you guys aren't talking. We No, we are (laughs) talking, but you just, you know, I can't explain it, but you know how to be. It's not as as exhausting of an interaction. When you're with super extroverted people, you feel like you you only have a certain amount of hours and it's like, "All right, I need I need some space." When you're with a kid, kids have no they have no, no chill. idea how no chill. No chill. And granted, I'm hyper. I'm so hyper. You would think, "Oh, Joy wants to be hyper with the kids." That's just not the case. I don't know what to do. It's tough. I remember when I had to babysit my nephew and he stayed the night, had him for two full days. And I was like, man, I really don't know what to do. We were going to the park. We're out here making pizzas, doing everything that I would normally not do. But you have to find ways to fill time. As adults, you can put on the TV or sit on your computer, read a book. There's there's plenty of ways in today's world to kill four hours. Mm -hmm. But you don't want to be sitting up there with with your nephew staring at a tablet or staring at a phone, staring at a computer screen or a TV. They get enough of that already. You want to be active. And I was like, man, I really never had to be active. I'm like, here I am, uncle at the park, knowing damn why I ain't been in the park in over 10 years. So it it is a challenge, but it's fun because it will stretch your creativity. You just can't stay in the house. I know. I want her to have a good time, too. So I'm thinking maybe we'll do some painting. But that's the thing. And then we live in Los Angeles. Explore LA. Well, yeah. And you overestimate how long a child is going to pay attention to something. So I'm like, oh, we'll paint for an hour. You know, she might be over it in 15 minutes. 
10. Yeah, right. So that's the other thing. I'm like, oh, I don't, I just don't know. I think I'm very scared, but I'm very excited. So I'll give you guys an update on it, on how that goes. Well, I guess we'll need to take our, our travel fixes before we have children because you're just going to be so done that you won't be able to do anything after Oh, baby, I'll be able to travel. Get me, get me away. What's the, uh, is that Southwest? Want to get away? That is Yes, I do. <laughs> yes. I do. We'll, Take me, please. We'll make we'll make it happen. We'll have to, we'll have to get our travel things done before. Because yeah. you said you have me highly concerned. And speaking of travel, this week we went to a, an event hosted by the Points Guy. Essentially, he's this gentleman who flies around the world for essentially free using credit card points and frequent flyer miles. Yeah. And this event we went to was the season two launch of his YouTube TV show that he has. And I walked away looking at Joy and being like, we really need to figure this out. And keep in mind, this guy travels in luxury. He's not just using frequent flyer points to no. fly economy. I'm talking first class, was, business class, bomb stuff. Do you remember the total of that trip that he took? Was it 7000 something? If he didn't use points, it would have been a $7,000 ticket. Right. And, and out and of pocket, he paid $23. $23. So if he bought it at, at normal price, $7,000 flight, he paid $23. Wow. Like, that's the kind of travel he's doing. The lounges, the the first class ticket with the bed. What did he say? The bed was 6'9". Yeah, it fits 6'9", fit turns person. into a full-size bed, showers. They give you a three-course meal, and I'm yeah. talking fine. He had lobster on the plane. Dom Perignon champagne. Yeah. Like, what? what? I, didn't even, I didn't even know they had this. Right. When you're right. traveling, I'm just so used right. to coach. Like, yo, can I get an extra bag of peanuts? <laughs> yeah. Yo, can I get a pretzel? Oh, you're going you're gonna to charge me for the M&Ms? Okay, cool. They charge you for the exit row. They charge you for everything. Yeah, like you can't, what is it, an extra 60 bucks? Just Depends on the flight. Sometimes it's 30, sometimes it's 60, sometimes it's $150. I just, I want to tell, tell the airlines, if you're over six, what, six two probably? No, I'm not going to say six Or if you're just two. all legs, if you see clearly that somebody has... <laughs> Way more legs than the, the average person. Give them the exit row. That is my biggest pet Be peeve. Be a gym. Like, I'm only 6'4", but everyone who knows me realizes that my legs account for five feet of my 6'4 frame. Right. So when I am seated, I have the same leg ratio as someone who's probably 6'9", 6'10", yeah. foot. Yeah. And then I'm sitting there cramped up, and then there's the 5'2 the gentleman sitting in the exit row Legs crossed, reading yeah. the newspaper. And his legs account for three feet. Of I'm like, body. come on, bro. Right. You can be comfortable in a regular seat, but you're just gonna you're gonna take all. You can't right. even extend your legs and touch the seat in front of you. Right. While I'm over here crossing my my feet, so my my knees can get under. So when I when I pull the lap tray right. down, I literally have to cross my feet under the seat yeah. in order for the lap tray to stay flush. Yeah, you have to do like a TV tray. Yeah, similar, like when I get on, your similar when we get on, on Space Mountain at Disneyland. I have yeah. to cross my legs because I don't fit. That's ridiculous. Pisses me off. It should. And I shouldn't have to pay for this. Yeah, yeah. I'm bitter. <laughs> well, there there I, needs to I be agree. something. That's it's a like, lot. Because flights aren't short typically, right? No, You're you're there for the long haul. It's that's rough. That's too, that's rude. And we have a flight to Hawaii, which definitely we booked coach. So hopefully this is <laughs> an extended economy. And we have a flight to New York, same thing. I was not paying the extra $150 for, for leg room. That was just one way. So an extra $300 just to get more leg room, like I don't control the length of my limbs. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So I'm not going to pay an extra $300. No. But I am going to throw all the shade next to someone who can literally do cartwheels in between the exit rows and can sit normally 
in a standard economy. But see, size. I have a question because with that logic, if someone's overweight and they need two seats, should they have to pay for two seats? This this is a, a tricky situation. I've had this exact conversation before. Weight control is typically manageable managed by the individual. Not always. I'm not going to be naive and yeah. say that you're always in, in full control. But in, in some instances, the individual can manage their weight. Right. My thing is I have absolutely no control at all yeah. on how long my limbs are. There's nothing I can do. There's no doctor I can see. There's not a surgery that I can have that is going to reduce the right. length of my legs. Right. It's completely genetic. I have, yeah. I, there, I have, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing in my control right. that will make my legs shorter. So in that case, I think there is a difference, but it's, it's go. unfortunate. I feel <laughs> you need a doctor's note for your long legs. <laughs> yeah, it's, I did. I don't know. And, and, but it's tough for, for the airlines to enforce that. Cause then you're, are, are they discriminating on tall people? Are you discriminating against overweight people? You get in so many sensitivities and living in such a litigious society. They're like, Nope, we're not going to do anything because everyone's trying to sue and, and earn a dollar off of something. Right. Cause America. Yeah. America. <laughs> America. If you could live in another country, where would you want to live? Absolutely no idea. I have not really thought about it extensively at all. Because I'm an American, I probably would go to an English-speaking country. And right. I know that's pretty bad to say, but is I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. Is that bad to say? It is definitely well, because bad. Because a lot of people spoiled, come here yeah, and It's don't. the spoiled brat of, of American. It's it, I will admit. You know, when Americans travel, most of us are not trying to learn the language and and then dive in. We expect everyone to speak English, understand English. So instead of putting that out there, I'm just going to have to move to a country But isn't English English the most is, common? is one of the main languages. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's one of the most common world languages, but it is not the most common. I forget which language is. Is it Mandarin or Spanish? I can't recall the top of my head. I know it's not English. I know English is not the the world's number one language. That's true. You go to other countries and they just speak so many different languages. Every time it's embarrassing. The way they the way they teach second language is much different than they do here. When I was in school, I I learned Spanish to pass tests. I didn't learn Spanish to become fluent in the language. It's just very different in how the the approach is taught. I remember when I went to Paris as an eighteen year old. And our waitress spoke perfectly good English. And she's like, do you mind me? You know, you speaking English to you? I'm trying to practice. I was like, Girl, you sound fluent. <laughs> yeah. like, what are you trying to practice? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, no, you're doing just fine. Trust me, you're good. Uh, and was fluent in French. So here she was. She was probably no older than, than 17, 18 years old. Uh, fluent in English, in French. And I'm sure she probably had another language in her back pocket. You're not worthy. Yeah, yeah we need to do some not. more some more travel. We need to pick up some more languages. Uh, I do want to. I do want to learn another language. I do too. I want to learn multiple. I just it's so dope to be able to travel somewhere. I really want to learn sign language, but the problem with that is it's still broken up by language. So uh, there's American sign language. Ah, you know, I didn't so, ever think about yeah. that. Yeah. So, so like so, I would so still be some... speaking English, but with my hands. Got you. Yeah. So, I mean, that's. I never really thought about that. Yeah. I always thought sign language was universal. So, it's different between American Sign Language and other languages. Yeah. Really never thought about that. Interesting. Yeah. So, there's a little tidbit for you. (laughs) So, let's not go with that. Let's go with something else. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we need to travel. We need to speak some languages. We're going to do all of that within our lifetime with the help of the points guy, 
your yeah. mo- his motivation is real. If yeah. you guys haven't checked it out, like really just go look at his stuff. You're like, yo, like people yeah, really travel like this. Too. I would love to do that. And he, he said he's super, super hyped on, on social media. He shares a lot on his Snapchat, on his Instagram account. He said the YouTube is really where it was at, where you can just see his luxurious travel lifestyle all right there. And it seems so attainable. I have hope. We have hope one day. I'm glad you mentioned Snapchat because last week we had two conversations with couples who were anti-Snapchat for their relationship. Very adamant in their anti-Snapchat and it opened up a full discussion between Joy and I. And we've talked about social media and relationships before and how you have to exercise them with caution. But I've never been a fan of saying you can't have this because I said so. It just doesn't breed good relationship dynamics. And I know Snapchat is a is a sensitive subject, but, but both these people that we, we talked with, they were adamant, like genuinely adamant about their significant other, both being the man, not having a Snapchat. And I just, again, I, I, I don't understand. If, if you don't trust the people on the other side, I get, but to put those limitations on the individual is not you not trusting the other people. It's really you not trusting your man. Or or it's you trying to avoid a, a situation. No one wants to, why welcome a situation? I understand, there's buffers. <laughs> but it, but it, 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 let's, let's really look at this. If I say you can't do this because I, I don't. I don't believe in you can't. I don't believe in you can't. I I believe in, I would prefer if you didn't. It may be best for our relationship if you did not. Agree. There are times. Yeah. But again, any times, and and, and what is your reasoning for that when you say typically there's a good reason? When it comes to Snapchat, if I'm just sharing content and and having fun with with my friends, what's the big deal? If somebody then sends me something inappropriate, that is something that we need to address and discuss. So are you addressing and sharing it with me? It depends. It, dep- it, what do you mean what, it depends. It depends on the context. What, give me more of your angle of what see, you're trying to see. This is where you're caught up because <laughs> I'm not. I'm definitely not yeah. caught up. Because I, when I asked you a hypothetical question, I said, "If some, if somebody sent you a picture of their boobs on Snapchat, what do you do?" I and said, "I'd have a conversation with them." Yeah, that was the wrong answer. You delete them. You block them. Why, why not? Why not just get rid of it? I'm because not, I think I was under the impression of you know how to use social media responsibly. That's not responsible. Hey, don't send me two pictures of your titties. Like, what? Just a, delete them. Hey, I didn't ask for the picture. I know you didn't ask for it, and I give you complete credit for that. But why not delete them? It depends. On, it really depends on it who the person is. It doesn't matter who it is. It depends on the person no, who it is. No, we're married. If it's a complete stranger that I'm not talking, that no one knows, okay, cool. Like, why would you, and, and again, why would no, you do this? No, you block anybody. At this point, everyone knows that we are married. Everyone knows that you are my husband and that I am your wife. They have no business sending you their breast. If that happens, you can't have a talk. They already knew they were wrong. Would you, what do you need to reinforce that they were wrong? Give them a slap on the wrist? They knew they well, were- I can still have a conversation with them and then block them. No. There's no conversation to be had. They Hey, guess what? I don't respect your relationship. Here are my boobs. Did you want to talk about it? No. Bye. They what? don't respect your relationship. You don't respect them. <laughs> Goodbye. 
or it's not a conversation. Oh my that god, that is not a conversation. So I thought I was under the impression that you knew how to use social media, and apparently you don't. Apparently, I need to tell you stop. that I, I prefer. Stop all this. Could, I'm under the impression that I thought you knew how to use shoot, social media. I, I get paid to manage social media. Please miss me with no, any I, of that commentary. For a com- not for our relationship. Ooh. I'm talking about a relationship scale. Lord Go Jesus. Go ahead, fight me. Go Lord, for it. Lord, Go Lord. for it. Go for it. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong, mm-hmm. but I'm still saying that I would have a conversation. I'm not going to come to you and be like, oh, guess what? So-and-so sent me her titties on Snapchat. I'm going to have a conversation. Like, why did A, why did you feel comfortable? Did you think that could happen? Because they don't intent? respect your relationship. I'm going to have the conversation. At that point, I will then likely block them. What I'm not just going to the gate. Oh, you sent me titties block. Like that's not where my, as a man, that's just not where my brain's going. That's where your you. brain needs to go though. And it's that is why these there. women are saying, you know what? Let's just not, because apparently you think titties are, this is the, this is the problem with dick pics. Like they are not a conversation starter. That's not what that is. It's not what that is. I'm sure titty or pictures aren't conversation it's, starters it's either. A, it's a specific conversation starter that you don't need to have. It's like, here are my boobies. I want you to see them. See if you want to do anything with them. Are you feeling them? What do you think about them? These are no convert. You don't have to partake in any of that. I got you. Now, let's keep in mind, I've been on Snapchat for over a year. Right. I have yet to receive one titty picture on Snapchat. Right. And we engage quite often on Snapchat as well as I do with my other friends and keep up to date with everybody. Would you so to tell say me though, if you, that, would you honestly no, hold on, tell on. me? So to say, let me finish my thought. So to say that I can't have Snapchat because of the potential of you getting something is fucking ridiculous. Because again, it's been over a year and it's yet to happen and I'm on Snapchat daily. I just think you have to know who you're dealing with. I think that's... So then that's you don't key. trust... So it goes back to my first point. So you really don't trust the person in which you're dating. You I can blame it on other people and saying, oh, well, I don't trust that, that this is what's going to happen. That's like telling a parent telling their child, well, you can't get your license because I don't trust the other drivers on the road. No, bullshit. You don't trust them. Listen, I think that... I mean, sometimes you don't trust the other drivers on the road. Let's you you don't. But but <laughs> you can't... When you put limitations out there, they're saying, well, you can't do this because of them. That is that that is not how the equation right, works. But I think that you also need to understand your partner's strengths and weaknesses. No Truth. weakness. <laughs> no, no weakness. You're a different kind. Nah, fuck. I don't even know. Wow. Because <laughs> after your response, I won't even say. But I'm just saying, I think you the do disrespect. need to know. <laughs> you need to know your partner's strengths and weaknesses, and if you feel. That, hey, I think it's different to just, if you're just insecure about a situation, right? Like, your your insecurity is translating into them not being able to have something. But if it's not a matter of insecurity and it is a matter of an actual threat to your relationship, maybe, you know, maybe not. I don't know. I feel two ways about it, too, because on one end, I'm kind of like... Trust your dude to do whatever he needs to do. But on the other hand, I just had this conversation with my man who's like, I have a talking to somebody who sends me their titty. So I don't know. I don't have the answer. I do not have the answer. I thought I did. I don't. It, it is not. It's not that complex. And I said, it, is, it does not happen. It has not happened. Well, for you, but I'm. I, but that's not. Everyone has different circles. Uh, everybody 
has a, a different, completely different situation. So we can't say this is just our situation. It's important that you mentioned the strength and weaknesses of your partner because that is indeed a reality. If you are dating someone who habitually in the past has acted up, has done some things on social media that you don't quite approve on, at that point, I, I get it. Yeah. I understand. But if they haven't give you given you any reason not to trust them, to simply say you can't use it because of the other people who right. are who participate on this platform, to me, I just think is 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 a little is a little shallow, and there needs to be a, a real conversation that that's had. Really, what is the reason? Right. And I think that's the other thing too. I feel that it's not my job to stop you from acting up. It's not. I think that's how I feel. Like and, and, if you're gonna act up, you're gonna act up. Always. Yeah. Always. If you want to find trouble, you are always gonna find trouble. Whether yeah, that's like on Snapchat, social media, whether Facebook. that's texting, yeah. whether that's meeting somebody through a mutual friend, yeah. whether that's on LinkedIn. I right. told y'all if y'all didn't listen to that episode, check it yeah. out. LinkedIn is the new dating website. Y'all playing yourselves. But it's true. There's you can't you can't cut off all access points. If you want to do dirt, you're going to do dirt. Mm-hmm. And that person who is responsible for for controlling them act- their actions is that individual themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like those limitations. I'm just not I'm not a fan of, of, of limitations. Think about think about when you're in the workplace, think about when your parents, when they put limitations, how do you react when people put limitations on you? You rebel. Every single time. Yeah. Well, but it depends on the the personality type. Uh, you and I are rebelling. There is no way. I would argue most people I don't even think you've ever tried to tell me what to do. No, I'm not going once to. You once, one when, time you told me you tried when? to tell you what to do. You know <laughs> When I went up north. Oh, yeah. I was feeling, well, see, I was feeling insecure. Yeah. I had a real insecure moment. Why, though? I have no idea. Can I, I, tell, can I, I, I never experienced it. Yeah, you can tell them the story. I, w- I went up north with my cousins, and I, I was underage at the time. Was I under? I was not you 21 You were definitely not yet, 21. But we were going to go to a bar that night. She was in it. I mean, when you're a woman... You you can you get are in nineteen by or twenty like you know young and cute so and I happen to be young and cute <laughs> oh, you still are you still are young and cute you still oh, young thanks, and cute baby. thank you thank you <laughs> just going fishing here just going fishing you passed you passed <laughs> thank you. I, I had I had to dig myself out of the out of the Snapchat hole yeah thank you I appreciate that uh, so I I'm on the phone with Justin I'm going up north I'm with my older cousin and I'm telling him we're going to a bar tonight because again we've got a very secure situation going. Um, I tell him the truth. He, quotation marks, tells me the truth. <laughs> oh, disrespect. <laughs> so I'm, I'm heading up north. I, I'd call him, like, oh, yeah, we're going to a bar tonight. And he just did like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, you're going to a bar. I'm like, yeah. And I, I had never experienced that with him before. And he was like, oh, I don't think you should go. And I'm like, well, I'm going. And he's like, well, I'm going to go to the strip club. <laughs> what? And he's like, have fun getting fondled at the bar. <laughs> That's what he told me. And those What's wrong with you? Words. I was tripping. You, I, I had a moment of insecurity. He had not, never done that prior, and he has not done it since. I had I had a moment. I was. We it were, was We were underage. I had never been out to a 21 and older spot. All I see are my friends who are in college who are 21 and what they talk about their experiences at the bar. And I was like, oh, no, I'm tripping. And you're in East Oakland. Yeah. I was like, nee, I'm not, I'm, get I'm not <laughs> really, I'm really not feeling that. But I had a moment of insecurity. And once we came back and talked about it, I was like, you're right. I was tripping. I had to trust that you were fine and you would act responsibly. And it was cool. And it hasn't happened again. 
but I was able to check my insecurities yeah. and we were able to move forward. Yeah. And that goes back. It just goes back to the point. Limitations. Think of yourself. If someone puts limits on you in your corporate life, in your personal life, in your relationship, in your friendships, when you were growing up in your parents' household, what was your natural reaction? Yeah. Mine was to consistently rebel. Are oh, you going to tell me I can't do this? Well, watch me find a way to do it. Right. Every single time. Yeah, you find a loophole. You're always going to find a Shit, America's built on loopholes. I'm queen loophole. I love <laughs> loopholes. Straight up. You're loophole. always going to find loopholes. It happens now. Yeah, but now. you didn't think about this aspect of it. Yeah, boom. Yeah. And I'm going. Yeah. But you, so really what, what purpose? <laughs> like, I don't have Snapchat, but I have Snap that. So, <laughs> so when you were trying to eliminate one source, you ended up creating three more additional yeah, sources. Where if right. you just allowed the one to happen, yeah. the other three would have never existed. Right. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, it's rough. Can't that's argue rough. it. You can't, you, you can't argue it. It's just hard to be in a, re- a relationship, I think. with a Not not hard to be in a relationship. I think it's hard to... Trust is hard. It's hard to trust people. It's definitely hard Let's to trust people. Let's be honest about that. Trust is... It's not easily earned and it is easily destroyed. Quickly lost. I mean, just whoosh, gone, wiped out. But you really can't build a successful relationship if you don't put in all the trust and it's not fun it sucks to be like so i just have to trust you with everything i'm willing and open and completely trusting to really get the most out of the relationship you have to no you do i I agree with you just do i do i agree with that every couple has their mode of functioning and you do have to respect that but i think for us we're just we know each other well enough to be like i'm gonna let you do you if you get crazy i'm gonna say something but I, I can, we've always been good at letting I can respect fly. the way your relationship functions. I just don't have to agree with it. Yeah. And in this instant, as yeah. you guys can clearly tell, yeah, do I agree. do not agree with it. I don't agree with telling somebody you can't, but I also don't agree with you giving somebody a talking to after they send pictures of their titties and you're married. Okay. Okay, then I got to work on that. I got to work on my response. The good thing is it's never There's happened. There's nothing to work on. There's nothing to work on. That's not something you work on, baby. So I just make a, a cold turkey, just cold decision. Done. Yes. The, the good thing is I don't have any trifling friends like that who are women who are sending me right. pictures of their titties. Right. Thank goodness. And I said, if there was an individual, yeah, I, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't really vibe with you. No. Now that I really play it out in my head. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. Because then it's just awkward, and then I got to sit there and be like, oh, I've seen your titties, and now you're just trying to be like, hey, what's up? Yeah, I, I understand. Because that's exactly what they would do. They'd come around and be like, hi. And they'd be like, Joey, it's so good to see you. And look at you like, I sent you my titties. <laughs> and all you did was give it talking to. And she's like, yeah, but I'm oh, still here. Man. No. True, touche. No. I can't. I'm, I'm going to concede my points. Now, would you tell me? No. Because why? Yeah, I just wouldn't. What's your, what's that, your rule? That is my, well, my, we know my rule. The The primary rule always is, and you guys can be like, wait, this is counterintuitive to everything you guys preach. Thou shall not snitch on oneself. <laughs> that is that is the king rule. But at this point, I'm not even snitching. I'm not even snitching on myself. I'm not. It's someone else's action. I'm going to handle it. I'm not going to bring <sighs> it to your attention. But hey, it is, I'm going to, to make sure that it's handled appropriately. And clearly the way that I, I thought just, I was handling it was incorrect. So I'll, I'll have to go your way and handle the situation I think my best way to handle you is think about every single hypothetical situation ever. Throw it your way. See what your response is. If it's wrong, 
correct it then because I don't know if I trust you in the moment to handle it accordingly. I just don't. I'm a nice guy. See, that's what I see. You are. You're nice too guys always get taken advantage nice. of. Nice. You're too. But I'm I mean, an asshole. That's the funny thing. No, yeah. I'm not a victim yeah. at all. But it's true. No, I am. A... She's in your titty. I'm too nice. <laughs> like, come on. Come on. But no, man. I mean, every man wants to see those. Let's just be honest. Yeah, that's it's, fair. It's welcomed. It's very welcomed as a man. So that's you're so naturally as your reaction. You're digging yourself back. You were closing. I know. I'm closing the gap. I'm just. I'm just giving you the mind state of a man. That's all I'm doing. I'm not. I'm not saying we're right in our mind state, but I'm just giving it to you. Is that my natural reaction when I see some titties? Not to be like block you. Right. <laughs> just that's not my reaction. So question: If we're we're older, okay? We're what's older? Define older. We're it's I don't know. Fifteen years from now. Okay, so we're 15 years into marriage. Right. And we've got children, and they're playing a sport. And there's a mom on the team, and you've taken Junior. Well, we won't have a Junior. You've taken our, our child to basketball practice. She's taken her child to basketball practice. I'm not there. The father's not there. You guys are friends. Like, you come home and you tell me, man, this woman's really cool, and I'm cool with her. Then one day, she reveals she's unhappy in our marriage, right? Gotta go. She started, exactly. So at that I, point, I, I so agree. See how far would you? Because she starts talking about she's unhappy in I, her marriage. You gotta go. When it, when that face to face interaction, I've talked about this. I've talked about this with friends. You can feel that there's an emotional, there's a mono, emotional connection and a shift that is happening. Yeah. Can't do it. Yeah. Once that happens, abort. the person who is in that situation must abort the mission. Yeah. So if we're over here. Oh, you're having a good time because I am friendly. And I've, and I've mentioned this to Joy. So I enjoy attractive people. I yeah. will talk to attractive people all the time. Yeah. And if we're sitting there having this conversation and it's good, conversation's flowing, and then you hit me with that bomb, like, oh, well, I'm not happy in my marriage. Oh, no. Well, I'm happy in my marriage. I wish you well. Got to go. Right. But I, I will I'm do saying, that. Like, this is your friend, though. This is your team mom friend. You can go. Yeah, you have to go. You, right. you just can't put yourself in that. You can't, you can't put yourself in those emotional situations mess you up. Yeah. You can't do it when your emotions get tied in. No, no, I can't play with that. Can't no, nope, nope, nope. See what I mean about hypotheticals, you guys. Prepare your men. <laughs> that is so wrong. They aren't ready. <laughs> you were ready though. You answered that correctly. I appreciate that. We but you've groomed me. I, I will say most men oh, from, from the jump. I, I will say this. And look, fellas, I'm just gonna be honest and, and, and women, you guys will probably all know this. We need help. We need to be groomed. It's just it's just the principle. We're raw. We are, we're reckless. We like titties. We like women. We enjoy flirting with other women. We have egos that like to be stroked. These aren't good things, but this is what makes up a man. And the only really way to get yourself or get your man to a specific point is through the grooming, is through the constant conversation, is explaining why you don't like this. It, it's just true. But you, you have can't to do it. Change them. You can't change them, it's but you, you can You can groom them. You've seen a dog who hasn't been to the groomer in three years. Yeah, they look you crazy. Can't change his body, but you can give him a new cut. But when he gets <laughs> that new cut, it comes out of the groomer. You're like, damn, that's my dog. Same thing with, with, with your husband, or same thing with your wife. You have to groom and have these conversations. They won't change. Don't what? <laughs> don't think that you haven't had to have change too. Well, I just, this has been a two-way street. I don't think women will respond because that riled something. <laughs> respond kindly to the term grooming. I think I think it's more just about compromise, bringing things to the table, communication. Grooming is 
I'm just, I'm just saying. Look, you said groomed. I did not say groomed. <laughs> so you're not, you're not gonna go there. I'm being honest. I'm. Being so you haven't so been groomed. You haven't honest. been helped. Haven't been massaged in these past eight years. You can't say that. I feel like I've been doing a lot of grooming and massaging. To be, I'm being honest. <laughs> so no change has come on your side. I think that you have taught me through example. I'm I'm being dead serious. I don't think that you've had to groom me as much as I've observed some really wonderful qualities from you that I aspire to. Okay, that's I'm being that honest. Is, that is fair. Would you guys yeah. come more, way more prepared than yeah. we do? That is a fact. So there is there is a a a give and take there. I understand. Yeah. But I thought you were over here sitting saying like, look. No, I don't shit, feel like. Oh no, I haven't I ain't changed, changed at all. nothing. No, I ain't no, no, nothing. You ain't done shit for me. I was ready <laughs> eight years ago. I'm still the same. If you leave, yeah. bye, motherfucker. I got somebody else. I don't need to change. I think, yeah, I think the way that you've changed me has been a little more, not unintentional on your part. I think the things that I, the conversations I've had with you have been very intentional. I think the things that we've worked towards on my part, you know, me towards you have been intentional. But the things that that I've learned from you or that we've worked, I don't think you've you've approached consciously me with, yeah with an intentional where gotcha. it's been everything's been unintentional on your part so that, it's that, been a different kind of grooming process if you will very fair okay there you See, go grooming different grooming process grooming. A different grooming process i like that yeah i like that yeah all right dj dj does <laughs> <laughs> so what are your thoughts on snapchat and relationship limitations and boundaries that people should not cross are you one of those people that typically rebel holla at me because if you are i feel you i've always been that kid I still am that guy I am at 27 I'm years old. I'm that adult. <laughs> well, yeah, we are. That's just that's just the yeah. way it works. But thank you guys so much again for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher and share it with your friends. And most of all, of course, please connect with us on social media. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.